0: I'm just playing DJ over here this morning on the Hey Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Hey Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Fraser. I'm waiting for Teddy Beats, by the way, to get me a new uh, intro song. You know, I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to do, if we're going to kind of just like put Sammy's name... I don't know, if we just beep it out or if we just, like, get rid of it altogether. I haven't decided. But anyway, so in the meantime, while I'm waiting on that, I decided to do have a little BB in this morning and uh, have in the name of love. So welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you so much. I got so many emails, of course, since last Thursday with all the reaction of Sammy being gone from the show. You guys were amazing. Most of it, by the way, really positive. And then a couple people, of course, who... Wanted to know, you know, uh, it seemed like everybody was upset and feelings were hurt. And I feel like this. I mean, this is what I wanted to say to you guys, which is I have always said from the start on this show that I wanted it to be truly real, that I wanted it to be completely the good, the bad. And I always want this show to be anything goes to entertain and inspire and, and just to be amazing. So with that there come some highs and there come some lows and i think on thursday i know some people were like damn it seems like you know sammy seemed upset and kind of callous about leaving but i think it's really all about love and you know any time you go through any change it is really tough at times so um i just really appreciate your support you guys were so amazing and it is the end of an error as you know i got very choked up i was very emotional uh but anyhow, um, so today's show, I want to just kind of tell you guys like an, a little bit of an update in what I'm going to do moving forward, because a lot of people have asked that. A lot of people, by the way, thought that the show was over altogether. And I'm like, no, no, the hey Fresh podcast continues. It's not stopping. So, yeah, it's going to carry on. And I think this is what I'm trying to figure out over the next couple of days, which maybe you guys can help me with. Um... So, I, you know, I want to find and launch a nationwide search for a replacement. But I'm kind of torn if, in fact, maybe it's not one co-host, maybe it's several different co-hosts. So, you know, one maybe it's like five rotating co-hosts that come in like at all different times, and we sort of do it that way for different perspectives. So, I'm not sure. I really haven't decided yet, but... Um, Look, I am going to launch Nationwide Search. I've got a couple people lined up for this week, for next week. You guys have been amazing. So many people already emailed me and said, okay, can I co-host the show? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I've got a listener co-hosting the show on Thursday. That should be super interesting. Um, And as you know, my email address is sarah at com. So uh, lots of stuff coming up, by the way. I want to kind of... I think, you know, as I I was uh, saying, you know, as the start of this podcast is that Thursday was really hard and I kind of want to today talk about just my decision of it's really time for me to be on my own and really to own my own power and my own dream that I've always wanted. And I think it's really important because I know there's so many of you guys that listen that also have a goal, have a dream. You want to make a career switch, a relationship change, and it's really, really hard to do and it's really hard to stay the course. And then when you're on the course, the craziest part is that other things pop up in life. Job offers, other relationships. And sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong. But staying true to who you are is so... No one ever tells you how difficult that is when you start out in life. I'm like, wait a minute. Why didn't... Okay, I've got the passion down. I know what I want to do. But then continuing to work towards that is really hard. And then unforeseen things happen, right? Where you think you've found... You know, your significant other, or, you know, in this case, I feel like I was like, okay, that's it. I'm only co hosting with Sammy ever again. Like, we're doing it. And then, you know, you realize that lots of times, too, people that come into your world are part of your passion it's not their passion so um so today i'm gonna have my friend sammy simpson another sammy on the show and sammy has been on this show before he has a day job but his true passion is helping people to curate and find their own passion and i call him my little passion curator so he will literally he's like this amazing little counselor and you can hire him if you are kind of struggling in your life to figure out what you want to do, and then stay true to your mission. And Sammy has been the one person in my life who's always held the mirror up to me and really called bullshit on my bullshit, who's really been like, okay, you know, you can do this, and it really is about, you know, for me, it's always been about doing a show that's about the audience, and that's the thing, is like it's always truly, truly been about You know, I feel like I am the audience. Like, I'm that woman for years. I've watched like other talk show hosts. I've watched Oprah. I've watched Howard. And I'm like, oh my God. What they do is magnetic because there's so many times in life where you get so low. And sometimes the only thing you have is that voice that you're listening to on the radio or that voice that you hear or see on TV. And I'm like, that is life changing to come into people's homes, come into people's cars, and change the way they think and create this atmosphere of anything goes is like, that is exactly what I wanna do. So, Sammy's gonna be on the show because Sammy, of course, has been following my journey with Sammy K. And then even before that, my radio years and TV years, so, Sammy's going to kind of be here to help me and guide me in sort of sharing with you my decision to really own my own power in 2017, to not compromise and stay true to the dream that I want and have this show. I've now decided, by the way, this is this show and this space and the live shows, all that's going to continue, by the way. Lots of people were like, oh, no, are you going to do live shows? Hell, Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm going to be a one-woman fucking band and then just bring up all these other people. Now I can have multiple people on stage. It's just going to be like, please, an orgy of my stage. Like, that's exactly what it will be. So, all that's going to continue. There's so much more to come. And I think next week I'm going to start launching this this co-host search. Um, but anyhow, so Sammy Simpson will join the show today. And we're just going to kind of talk about staying true to your dreams. Also, um, I, I wanted to get to this, too. I had a girlfriend over the weekend who actually had her boss tell her that she needs to smile more. And I wanted to, I know, I know, I know. I really want to find out your reactions to this, if you think this is sexist or if everyone could, smile more or what I've never had anyone tell me that because I think as you guys probably know like I don't know I'm I am genuinely happy I truly am so it's hard for me not to do that Um, and then also there's some great stories by the way we've got to talk about I'm obsessed with TMZ releasing that video the shooter video in Fort Lauderdale how does TMZ get all this stuff it's crazy it's crazy so all that is to come on the show Um, and also today I want to introduce to you someone I'm very excited to have here and thank God she's here Because I feel like, you know, and that's the other thing I want people to tell me, too. I'm like, well, maybe I should just, like, do three stories on my own and just, like, ramble about my own opinion then bring in a guest. I don't know. I haven't decided. Like, the whole show now, I'm like, okay, this is it. It's just going to be this space now where we're going to paint on the walls and go crazy, which is what I've really always wanted it to be. So Irene is here, and Irene, I feel like you walked into a shit storm. Like what a day to pick, like like what a time, right, to come into a show when like half the show left, like the show is completely transitioning. I, so
1: Irene, welcome. Hi, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I um I'm super stoked. I think this is like definitely one of the best times I could be coming in, just because like now I feel like, like as an intern, as I'm sure you know, like you've interned places you kind of feel like whatever you do isn't important. Sometimes if you're in a bad internship, not that I have been, but like I've had those experiences where you're like, I have input too. Like I'm a person with ideas and they're like, no, 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 you're an intern. Nothing matters. Um And so getting to come in once when, when everything is so new and it's such a blank slate, like I feel like that's a really cool opportunity. And oh, really? Oh, good. You're somebody I really look up to, so good. I'm excited well, to do it with you. Feel free to spill all the ideas. I certainly <laughs> will. I'm stoked. I can't wait. So there will be a lot of bad ones, mostly bad ones.
0: Well, Irene, I want to um, ask you a couple of stories. And yeah, yeah. as we find out more about you, you're going to be here until May, right? Yeah, I'm here until May. And you're from L.A. I'm from L.A. I'm like...
1: Like heart and soul, Valley Girl, born, raised, super Valley Girl.
0: I clearly, (laughs) but no, you're amazing. And, and I'm sure you've Thank heard us you. uh, say, and you heard me say many times on this podcast, that the podcast is worldwide. And in fact, you actually grew up in LA. You were dating a guy here. And then still went, dating. Still dating <laughs> the guy that was here. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sorry.
1: Sorry, okay. boyfriend. No, no, no. Love it.
0: And then you get here, and you're searching for podcasts, and you came upon the Hey Fresh podcast? Yeah. So I was like, I was
1: like meandering around DC, like, oh, the White House. And then I was like, this is, I'm a little over it, honestly. And I want to, like, sit in a coffee shop and listen to a podcast and, like, drink my tea. And I couldn't find anything that I was super interested in. And then I was looking up, like, DC podcasts, fun podcasts, podcasts that, like, would interest blah, blah, blah. And the Wall Street Journal article came up. And I was super excited. And I read it. And then I started listening. And at that point, I knew that I was going to be out here like looking for an internship, and so I waited a little bit more, and I listened a little bit more, and that's when I emailed you and was like,
0: I want to work for you. I love you. Oh, my God. Irene, that's amazing. I'm so glad the show comes up now. It, no, Damn, oh, yeah that
1: Wall Street Journal helped. Yeah, it did. It definitely <laughs> did. And... Um, I, and I listened to it in LA like every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday because I would have like a pretty long commute. So it would take up like the whole thing and it made me feel like I just like wasn't driving. It was beautiful. Oh
0: my God, I freaking love you. Welcome to DC. Dude, I love you too. We're, Thank you for having we're me. We're going to have an amazing time. I can't so, wait. So I wanted to ask you about this story. You didn't see the video of the Fort Lauderdale shooter no, that I, TMZ got?
1: I just did yesterday and it was like heart wrenching and horrible. Like it looks like he's like reaching for his phone and you shit your pants. It's awful.
0: Um, by the way, Broward investigators are now f- trying to figure out how, in fact, he. TMZ obtained the video, which shows the gunmen firing first shots at the Fort Lauderdale airport. Um, Esteban Santiago, as you know, has been arrested. And I mean, I don't think it's any secret that TMZ pays for all their stuff. Yeah. So they're saying that the, the video footage that came out looks like it was taken on a cell phone. So clearly, only people that had access to the security videos, someone then they're playing the video, is recording it with their phone, calls TMZ.
1: That's super sketchy. Isn't that amazing? Somebody's getting in trouble. (laughs) I just
0: think in this day and age, (laughs) it's crazy that that TMZ is. And I keep I keep having to remind myself that TMZ now is a legitimate. It's a news source, source, which is
1: crazy. Like, and I I heard my friend. I overheard my friends talking about how like they don't really trust CNN anymore, and like this massive shift is happening where like really, yeah, like they were like, it's just not as legitimate as it used to be, and it's not as like. Like, people don't go flocking to that, whereas, like, if they see something on their phone, if they see something on Instagram, that's what they'll, they'll, like, go to all the tags, and, like, TMZ is probably going to be what people of my generation, I'm 22, so, like, that's what we're going to, like, listen to, because I feel like when you have so many people contributing somewhere, as opposed to, like, a small upper echelon of people that are, like, here's the news... I think it's a lot easier for us to be like, oh, I kind of believe that more.
0: Really? Not that that's what
1: I necessarily believe. Okay,
0: there's another another story that we're going to follow up with and do. That's amazing. Oh, good. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm super down. (laughs) Then no one your age trusts the media. That's unreal. It's just, well, also, like, when y'all were talking
1: about ping pong pizza, like, it was just... Do you kind of believe it? You kind of believe it? It's just, I, but, like, there's so much fake news that it's, like one of those things where it's like the more you see it's probably more legitimate so it's just weird it's I don't know
0: do most by, your way, by the way do most of your friends did they kind of believe that the ping pong oh, pizza for sure. story was real for sure really yes I mean, <laughs> I mean how old are you 22 oh my god I'm just a few years old <laughs> what 22
1: it's it was I mean it was just so weird I didn't believe it just because I was like I don't think that that's a legitimate Thing. Like, that just sounded so outrageous it's, okay, to me. Okay, thank God. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, like, my friends were like, oh, no, no. Because they're all, like, like, conspiracy theories are super, like, like hyped up right now with, um you know, about the Mandela effect and everything. Yes, 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 yes. So those are super popular. And I think just the idea of anything, like, crazy like that happening, especially somewhere like D.C. where everyone's supposed to be so, like fancy. I think everyone just like glommed on and was like, that'd be crazy. <laughs> so I was like, this is so stupid. Well, That's not
0: a thing. I would have thought in LA they would have been like, you know, way more sophisticated than that. Well, no, absolutely not. Doesn't happen. <laughs> absolutely um, not. Oh, you know what? Maybe you can help me with this story. I thought this was pretty fascinating. So microdosing is becoming all the rage at work. Have you ever heard of microdosing? dosing, No, what's that? It's basically taking small amounts of LSD to become more creative. I think this sounds phenomenal. because What? <laughs> That's amazing! Really? I'm microdosing out. right now. Are you?
1: No, no, no. Well, share. I wish I could. I left it all home. Have you
0: ever done LSD? I, I know. I haven't,
1: actually. I really want to. It was my mom's favorite drug in college. That's what she told me last week.
0: I can't believe I just got rid of one person who was, like, all about doing drugs, and now you... Know? I... The thing is, like, if it was here, I'd
1: do it. <laughs> like, I'm if we could it. microdose right now, I'd be down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Well, here's the deal, by the way, on microdosing. It's a popular trend that's happening in Silicon Valley. And it's such a small amount of LSD, so you think that you're going to take it and then imagine, like, just be tripping yeah. at your at your desk. But it's but just... Right. It's not the case. So, hmm. instead, it's just, like, in a small liquid form, liquid pill capsule. So, the capsule dissolves oh, once for you put sure. it in okay. water. Okay. Hmm. But it's a tiny amount, and a GQ writer ended up taking it, and they're saying that this trend is going to be kind of the next wave of biohacking, which is sort of hacking your body to yeah, have yeah, more yeah. energy. Um, but they're also saying that it can lead to improved concentration, um, less anxiety, and then it's actually so far, and the research is really early, but it's even help, helping people reduce cravings to drink alcohol, uh, as well as take their ADHD medications, kind of like weaning them off that and smoking.
1: Isn't it also- also illegal?
0: Yes. So here's the other part of this: is LSD is illegal, but the way they're kind of packaging this is all they're mixing it with like a Chinese herb. So they're saying oh, it's essentially an sure. herb supplement. Okay. And That's crazy. That's awesome. I'm just always curious Let me about that stuff. Valley.
1: <laughs> they're just trying to they're trying to get it wherever they can get it. I love it. Good I fun.
0: know. Well, I'm like you know what? That would be really interesting. I want to try it. That. Yeah,
1: that'd be fun. That'd be a good podcast for sure.
0: Well, and and here's by by the way, the GQ writer ended up taking it, and then he said at the at the end of the article that it didn't he didn't really feel any effect. It's like such a tiny amount. So, what was the
1: article good? Did he write?
0: (laughs) Yeah, the article was really good. But he basically just says the only thing that happened is I begin to really like. I could really remember my dreams, so I I took the this little LSD pill over three days. My dreams became oh, super sure. clear. Oh, for sure. Okay, that's and like then, when
1: you're high and you have a dream and it's like a crazy dream and you wake up. I feel like that's the same thing.
0: Really? Maybe, I've never yeah. been high. I got. Oh, the, really? Yeah. I've never done any drugs, Irene. I've I've only smoked
1: weed and I've done Molly, and Molly is super fun, and you would like it a lot.
0: <laughs> what this is? Where the
1: a disclaimer. Oh my god. I think Oh, I think should I... I have not said that? No. Sorry, guys. I'm the new intern.
0: <laughs>
1: oh my god. I should have played this earlier. Sorry, <laughs> <and laughs> <culturally laughs> fam. Wait, well, podcast. Your fam. Disclaimer. Pod- <gasps> pod podcast. Podcast may not be suitable for all years. Fam-ca- <laughs> famcast. Oh my god.
0: It is. It is the Pod Fam. No, we're gonna. Ha- oh my god. This is amazing. We're finding out everything about you. Oh yeah. Your, your parents can- know that, by the way?
1: um Yeah, my mom knows for sure my dad passed away so I don't think I hope he doesn't know Um, (laughs) wow (laughs) but yeah I told my mom after I was like this was crazy and then the second time I did it and it was a total bust I was like mom this sucks and she was like Stop doing that, and I was like, "Okay."
0: <laughs> oh, Irene, we're going to get along great. You're already transparent. Full oh,
1: I never cared. You can ask me anything in the world.
0: Irene, you're way too old for this. But uh, last Thursday night, I was glued to my TV. Um, the Menendez brothers. <gasps> Do you remember them? I don't. You actually
1: know this? Okay. Story? Well, I used to. Holy shit, I used to I watch a lot of e! true Hollywood stories, like. Murder in the hills. Like, I love that so much. <laughs> me too. So, so, I, and since it was like so close to me growing
0: up, I, what year did it happen? Oh, you're going to ask me. I think in like 83. Okay, I yeah.
1: I definitely it. wasn't bored, but I learned a lot about it, and I thought it was so interesting. 27 years ago,
0: whatever the math is for that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. But um, Anyway, last Thursday night, ABC aired a special on the Menendez brothers, Lyle and Eric, and essentially took a look at the case. Oh, sorry. Um, to find out. If in fact the boys should have been found guilty, and and they've tried to appeal or be up for parole many times, and they've always been denied. They're ser- they're both serving life sentences. Uh, Lyle <laughs> and Eric do not um, are not in the same prison, and they haven't seen each other for years and years. Um, and so here's my th- it's actually was happened in August 20th, 1989 is when they killed their wealthy parents inside the Beverly Hills mansion. But my thing is, I watched this special on ABC, and I was like, I feel like they do deserve to get parole. Like, they clearly did kill them, but they basically were going back and saying that Eric and Lyle Menendez were one of the first two brothers to ever publicly testify on, like, a major level that they were sexually abused by their father. And they essentially... a, A lot of psychologists were on it, a lot of reporters, and they ended up saying, look... Their testimony was so powerful that, in fact, it everyone is, is convinced, at least that was around that case, or a psychologist, that it was true. Yeah. So they're saying that, essentially, if it was two women saying that they'd been sexually abused by their fathers, oh, they, never, sure. they never would have gone to jail. No. But because American society just doesn't want to really, for them, it's even harsher that a dad could be sexually abusing his two boys, that... America sort of turned their eye... Their, you know, just kind of turned like, turn their a face, blind turned a blind eye on that, and then sentenced these kids to life. And now I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, obviously they were cold-blooded, but... They did the murder f- their parents. <laughs> they did, but, but... I mean, I know I'm going to get so much heat for this, but, you know, I feel yeah, like they were so a- fucked up. Like, the family was so messed up. It's a...
1: It's not usually a case where you can say I know they murdered them but dot 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 but this is one of those times where it's like yeah. something was going on that and like while killing somebody is never okay <laughs> I think that like if I think that they could be eligible for, for parole like that's no, a, and and also like just them being males talking about that and talking about, like, their father and something that's so heavy. And so... And especially years and years ago, when that was not even spoken about at all, and rape culture wasn't, like, super established yet, this was, like... Exactly. A super hard thing for them to come out and say.
0: And it was basically showing that Saturday Night Live, like, made a parody of them, and, uh, like was basically making fun of them crying like at the time people didn't really want to accept their powerful testimony about sexual abuse so saturday night live had their comedians like fake crying it was yeah it was eye-opening so if you saw that i would love to know your thoughts yeah i'll watch that tonight Um, it's well it's
1: just like that's so you know that's awful no matter like you so you know that's awful no matter, like, you shouldn't make somebody f- fun of somebody's feelings. Like,
0: even if they murdered their parents, like, they still have is, feelings. Like you said, just so new to people. Yeah. Um, there are four women that are running from New York City all the way to Washington, D.C. to raise awareness and money for Planned Parenthood. Yes, Queens. That's awesome. <laughs> I just love you already, I mean. You a Planned Parenthood supporter? Really? Oh,
1: your girl lives for Planned Parenthood.
0: <laughs> I fucking love Planned Parenthood so <laughs> much. <laughs> What do you love about it? You just, like, you just love how they dispense birth control pills or, like, once I love that. I also, like,
1: Planned Parenthood, everybody... I think there's not necessarily a negative stigma, but I just don't think everybody knows all about it. Like, they have such good educational programs and, like, such good support groups and, you know, of course, there are, like, abortions and birth control and, like, free condoms, but there's also a lot of, like, well women testing and, like, you can get... You can, like, get your gynecological visit there... Yeah, and have it c- completely comprehensive and great and every time I've ever been there the people are super nice super friendly really um, just like just they want you to be there and like I always thank them I'm like yo I know this isn't like an easy thing to do and I really appreciate it and they're lo- they're like
0: they're so impressed.
1: They're so, they're just so, it's nice to, like, be recognized, especially when you're doing something that isn't recognized everywhere.
0: I'm a Planned Parenthood supporter as well, and uh, Allison Desiree is a woman. She's a running coach and the founder of the Harlem Run Running Crew and a contributor at Women's Running Magazine. She plans to leave Monday, January 16th. She'll head out uh, with three other women, and they're going to run 240 miles from Harlem to D.C. to raise money. That's going to be cold as fuck. (laughs) Yes. But good
1: for them, dude. That's amazing. They've got my support.
0: She's got a $44,000 goal. She's already raised 7000 of it. If you want to follow her journey and find the link, uh, she says four women run for all women. And it's uh, Powder Red Feet. If you want to follow her on Instagram, Powder Red Feet is her cause and uh, to donate for it. So it's, I love that. Such a good mission.
1: That's amazing. That's a, that's a long run. That's like believe- some Forrest Gump shit right there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know. To me, I'm more fascinated. Like, What do you run, 40 miles like for the day and then quit? Can you run 40 miles in a day? I,
1: I feel like I, I, don't know. I don't think I'd ever be able to do that, but I respect them for
0: doing it a lot. Uh, this was really strange to me, but on Reddit over the weekend, and Daily Dot picked up this story, there's a pair of men's boots that are being sold that when you walk in the snow, they end up leaving little swastikas in the footprint. Yeah. Have you seen these, by the way, Irene? Mm-hmm. They're from Polar Fox Boots. Did you see this? And and here, look at the boot. Because the company is saying, look, we had no intention. Oh. So does that, here's the boot. Does the mm-hmm. boot look?
1: No. If I were okay. to just see the boot, I'd be like, that's a boot. But, but then. You don't want to walk in the snow with them. Jesus, that's crazy.
0: Isn't that wild? It leaves like a complete print of little swastika signs. <sighs> um, as I mentioned. The uh, boot company is called Polar Fox. They've not responded to now the um the reddit feed that has been discussing the boot logo and um anyway so it was first picked up there um other people have complained that the the boots have a really really odd smell but they're still being sold
1: (laughs) i like that that's the other complaint there's
0: swastikas and like they smell bad and they smell really horrible Um, You know, you guys are so sweet. You guys send me lots of topics. And you always can, by the way. I love topics, things that you want me to comment on and discussions. Um, But here's the one thing that you can stop sending me is a lot of people will be sending me this... I know, Irene, have you ever heard of this? I, got, I, I probably received four of these uh, Facebook messages over the past couple of days. And it writes, um, this is from my cousin Michelle, who's a D.C. police officer. 27 years of service. This is from a county sheriff's department. Please read this message very carefully. And I'd love it if you'd share it with your fans. This message is for any lady who goes to work, college, or school, or even driving or walking the streets alone. If you find a young person crying on the road, showing their address, and is asking you to take them to that address, take the child to the police station no matter what you do. Don't go to the address. This is a new way for gang members to rape women. Please forward this message to all ladies and guys so that you can inform your fellow sisters and friends. Our one message may save a life. This was published by CNN and Fox News. You want to talk about fake news? This is fake! It's fake. Go Snopes this. I'm going to call my friend Sammy Simpson, and then you can go Snopes this shit. It's totally fake. Don't send me this stuff. How do you know it's fake? Google searches first. Because I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, all right, you're telling me this. Plus, she says at the bottom that CNN and Fox News picks this up, picks yeah. this up, right? So I'm like, okay, well, clearly, if that's the case, then they'll have documented stories, right?
1: Oh, for sure, for sure, okay. So I just
0: type in, like, woman crying on the side of the road, Fox News. There's nothing except for CNN and some other local, and even a sheriff's department putting out a Facebook statement going, this is fake, we never put this out. This was in Florida. That's so weird. And the hoax I can't has been with going Florida. On. I'm
1: over Florida.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't say that. We have many people that listen from Florida. Well, the thing is, is, like, I just feel like everything... Can you cut this out? Am I a piece of shit? <laughs> no, 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 but I really love our Florida fans because you know. Here's my thing. I actually, I'm a big fan of Key West, and I'm a big fan of Orlando. I know what you're saying. There's always this stigma with Florida. Yeah. Like, like if you different... if
1: you go on Reddit and you type in Florida, you'll always see the like Google like searches like Florida man was found in dumpster. Maybe you Karen. can
0: rant later, but I just got rid of a ranter. I can't. I can't do it today, Irene. <laughs>
1: I totally feel that,
0: girl. girl. (laughs) Live your life. Anyhow, the hoax is not real. Um, All right. So interesting. I want to get my friend Sammy Simpson on the phone right now to talk a little bit more about staying true to yourself, following your passion. And I just feel so strongly about this. Especially, like, I know, I, I mean, 40% of our listeners are guys. So, fellas, I feel this for you, too. But I, don't, I feel like men know what they want, and they're able to tell people to fuck off or better, and I can't. So, uh, Sammy Simpson's going to join us on the show next to talk a little bit about sticking to your dreams. Calling. There we go. Hello?
2: Can, you hear me? can you hear me? I can hear you. Sorry about that. Uh,
0: so, Sammy Simpson is on the show. Sammy, you're one of my favorite people. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, well, and right back at you, Sarah.
0: So look, I was, I was setting up to our listeners that I call you a passion curator because truly, um, a couple of years ago, you helped me get on the course of really narrowing down what in life I love and what I want to do. And it all really starts with this show and creating this, just creating these moments with the audience of anything goes to entertain and inspire. And that comes through stories and live shows and just all the content that I do. And, you know, you know, you were, you were kind of privy to the, Info about Sammy and I parting ways, and what a difficult decision that was for me. And I wanted to Absolutely. have, yeah, I wanted to have you on because you're kind of that person that held the mirror up to me. And I know so many people listening have been in the same spot that I've been in. Um, but about not compromising and really being like, hey, look, this is my show and my vision, and I'd love you to be on board. But if that doesn't work then we should part ways. And Sammy, you've known me for so long. Why do you think that's so hard for me at times?
2: Well, I I think you like, all of us, right? You, me, probably every single person that's listening. Listening is, uh, you know, we uh, we all want a safety net, right? We all want a roadmap. We all want to. We yes. kind of have these feelings. We get nudged. We get pulled and poked at with these, uh, you know, great passions. And, and you know, your your great mantra of anything goes to entertain and inspire. I mean, it's just such a, a great encompassing, unique point of view that you that you absolutely live every single day. And, and as much as you have great confidence and, you know, that, that's a big step for many people, by the way. So let me just kind of put the brakes on for a second and say, just kind of knowing, you know, this kind of, uh, and articulating this mantra for yourself and being able to communicate that to others is something that, you know, many people spend their whole life having no clue or just kind of, you know, dancing all around it. So, you know, that alone is, uh, is an enormous feat and something that I, you know, love to work with people as you and I did uh, together to kind of uncover those things. But, you know, even when you have all of that, I think all of us, we we want, you know, we're, uh, we want to charge ahead, but we also kind of want to know that, you know, hey, uh, if I'm going to put all this time and energy and effort and money or investment or whatever it may be, is uh, it sure would be nice to have a little bit of a guarantee. But as we know that uh, it just doesn't really, Work out like that because I mean a lot of uh, you know if you if you look at a word like faith and really belief and really the power that comes from you it's about just kind of having that knowing and and kind of stepping over that horizon without really knowing the outcome or what's going to happen because the very experience of kind of taking one step at a time and following that hunch is really kind of the real magic and the uh, the way to tap into that spirit. But uh, but you know we're all a little gun shy for all the right reasons because in our right. past we've been burned or hurt. Or- or spooked or fired or whatever it may be and I mean it, it makes all of us stop and uh, think usually uh, even with the greatest confidence of saying boy is it the right thing to move forward or not here
0: well and I think for me one of the hardest parts is like I had a show formula with Sammy that was working to some extent you know and the hardest part is then having faith of you know staying true to what I want this is gonna be even bigger because for me the hardest part was there were moments Moments where Sammy and I were thinking, or, you know, where he, he wanted, he said to me, he wanted it to be 50, 50 in every single regard. And, you know, um, I came back and said, look, you know, I would think about that, but you'd have to do more work and I'd have to really think about that. And then it's like, but wait a minute, then I'm going back to compromise. Then I'm going back to co-hosting on every show I've ever been on. Then it's like, you know what I mean? So. I feel like for me, the thing is, I got the faith part down. But what I find interesting about this journey is you think at moments you have people that are aligned with your vision, and then wait a minute, then they don't. Then all of a sudden, no, you're like tested again.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think I think we're all gonna, you know, as we go through this kind of crazy experience of our of our lives and our careers and our relationships and all these things that uh, you know make up this life, so to speak. I mean, we're gonna have people that are gonna come in and out of our lives because certainly. Uh, you know, uh, we don't do it alone. I mean, these these great journeys, these great successes, right. these great feats, uh, all the things that we do are obviously a part of uh, collaborating with other people that show up just at the right time, the right place, the right moment along the way. And some of them hang out for a short time. Some of them are around a, a bit longer. Some last a lifetime. And and some we kind of bump into once and they may say or do something that you know will absolutely make us so present that it's like oh that was you know just the right thing to do but but I think that's the idea is that you know kind of when you're when you're centered around yourself really and you've kind of unlocked that power um it's it's not 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 to seem um Ungrateful or are right. you know, not the people aren't a huge part of all of our success, but I but I think we also kind of have to be willing to uh, to not hold on so tight, right? Because I mean, mm. certainly when you and Sammy had up on the show. I think when you really look at the mantra of anything goes to entertain and inspire and you think about it as being kind of a code that you've unlocked to kind of make this connection, to build these experiences through collaboration and co-creation and interactivity and empowering yourself and others through this work, I think you're going to have a lot of partners along the way. And I think some, as I said, will come in, as Sammy has, to be such a great part of uh, the foundation of things. But obviously things continue to grow and evolve every day. and uh, And that's the real honor to see. we have to have with ourselves and everyone around us right to say that um you know trying to think that something may be forever is absolutely an amazing intention but also you want to be open to say that i have to continue to grow and evolve and sometimes that's going to mean um you know moving on from some people adding others uh having momentary kind of partnerships and all those type of things so you know this this to me is extremely positive for both of you because from everything that you've yeah. already talked about on the podcast of of just both of you going in your own direction, obviously you will continue to grow Anything Goes around this amazing mantra and just a amazing spirit that you have. And Sammy's going to be able to kind of take his own centerpiece and go out there and kind of really start to build his own path and i mean really that's kind of what's so beautiful about creating right
0: yes oh my god i love that and by the way i know that this is an issue that other people have but why is it so scary to own your own power (laughs) like i feel like i'm finally getting there but you and i've been working together for years and that's been really fucking scary for me
2: yeah, I think one of the hardest things is really like uh, accepting yourself, right? I mean, we're uh-huh. we're trained from from young, yeah from very young ages. You know, I mean, a very kind of sad but you know, quick story. I have uh, three sons, and um, you know, my youngest son is nine years old, and uh, just last week I was picking him up from his after school program, and he had had one of those days where you know, one of the bigger, older kids was kind of picking on him and had taken a Lego piece. And, you know, it just turned into like a a day that was, um, was just really tough. I mean, because, you know, we're, we're kind of trained and conditioned from a young age is that people are constantly pulling and poking at us that, you know, everything is, is outside of us instead of within us. And, you know, the heartbreaking moment was I took my son home that night and, You know, and he kind of looked at me in one of those really profound moments and just said, you know, does my life matter? I mean, that was a question from a nine-year-old, and I sat there, you know, really thinking about that. And it just, of course, you know, broke my heart on one level, but again, it opened up this idea for he and I to have a conversation about accepting yourself and like accepting your power in it because I think you have to, you know, we're, we're trained from young ages and uh, and in sharing that story with another friend yesterday, they were saying, you know, it's amazing that you could have that conversation because for me growing up, my, my parents, a mentor, an adult never had that conversation with me. I always kept it internalized and it took me years of constantly looking out and, and searching for something that obviously I wish someone could have given me that kind of advice as well. So uh, I, I think we're conditioned from a very young age not to accept our own power. We're afraid of it because mm. sometimes when we raise our voice or when we step out of that comfort zone, it's a it's a scary moment to stand there, very vulnerable and open to the world. And people start to say, "Oh my God, that's the most ridiculous thing," or "stupid," or "you're ugly," or "that's dumb." And 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 we start to really take on that conditioning instead of kind of going in and just saying, "You know, my my true power." is every time I do kind of scare myself and step out there is really about growth and going in the direction of creating my own path and not just following others.
0: Yeah. I love that. Cause that's really what this year of Hey Frage has really taught me is every time I've really trusted my gut and just kind of had faith and really turned, kind of just let go and turned it over to that faith. I mean, amazing things happen. And that's like the biggest lesson I feel like I've finally learned and felt and you know but it's still hard right. it's it's hard to do that every single day
2: it is and, and, and I think you know because it, it's also a matter of being very present with yourself I believe mm. is just you know if you really mm-hmm. believe that and that's the real question you know and you and I have talked about this many times if anything goes is really the mantra that for this moment in this time that Uh, That you're going to center yourself around, and you know we we have those conversations a lot, and that's and it's kind of a a communication, unique point of view kind of point that we can always come back to, uh, so that you're not kind of thinking too far ahead or thinking too far back. You know, it reminds me of a story of of years ago. I was working with like uh, this uh, handwriting analyst, people that analyze your handwriting and kind of tell your personality. And I remember, you know, working on uh, this other radio show and. And even though I wasn't on the show that morning, I had left a note for someone, and the handwriting analyst looked at it, and she looked at me, and she said, you know, um, in analyzing your handwriting, I just have one thing to say to you she said you spend so much time looking forward but the answer is just to the left or right of you and i think that's kind of the same scenario for this is that you know we've got to be very present and centered and now about our own kind of unique point of view that we bring to every moment to create an experience and then create purpose and connection moving forward most people try to start the connection and then work backwards and then that's where we want those safety nets and business plans and all those things that are absolutely not wrong they're just super safe and the result is is that you know by doing that you're uh and building it with the wrong foundation you're going to probably end up like following the follower instead of really you know Kind of going after your own beacon or your own path.
0: Oh my god, I love it. Um, okay, Sammy. You know, I really hope everybody in their life finds somebody like you. I mean, we've just had this amazing friendship. I feel like that always, you know, just inspires each other and holds each other accountable. What's one thing somebody that's listening that might be torn about not knowing what their passion is? Maybe they like several things. Maybe they just can't seem to figure it out. What's one thing that people can start doing to try and find? That that
2: true mantra. Yeah. And I, I think first of all, like, um, you know, give yourself a break. So mm-hmm. I was going to say that because sometimes it's like, you can think so intently about something. And a lot of it is just kind of to, surrendering, right? Surrender, staying neutral. Yeah. That's you know, the first thing that I would say. And then, you know, I always say that, you know, the answer to anything is found in between it. Right. So, mm. uh, you look at the things that, uh, you know, the, a couple of questions that came up for me lately is, you know, what kind of assignments or duties are people constantly giving to you? You know, is, mm. are those things that get you really passionate or are those things pushing against your own alignment? Because that can tell you kind of good and bad from what you're doing consistently over and over again, you know, is it something that's really going after passion, or is it just something that you're kind of safe in doing, uh, even though you hate it? Because I think there's clues in between all of that. The other side is, is you know, my work, the connection code, I always say there's a code that's going to unlock that deepest connection so that you can build an experience of collaboration, co-creation, interactivity, and empowerment, and that's really about You know, really sit and, you know, meditate with yourself and listen, you know, focus Mm -hmm. on your breathing and really think about. Um, two questions in my mind. One is, is that, you know, what do you deeply love when someone does it for you? What are those things that you're, it's just a great feeling of losing time, of your eyes getting lighter, your shoulders getting straight, and you're like, oh my God, when people do that for me, I love it. And just kind of write it down on a piece of paper. And then on the other side, say, what am I best at? What do I love doing for others, even when they wouldn't pay me to do it? I just do it organically. It's something that constantly is a consistent theme that comes up for me in my life. And I think, what you'll find is write all those words down and start to deduce and really meditate and focus on that and really put those words together and you'll find your own anything goes kind of moment which is really spectacular
0: love it oh my god sammy thank you so much thank you for our great friendship and i know you're going to be on this podcast a lot more um is there any place if people if people like are just interested in what you're doing is there any place people can follow you or contact you
2: Oh, sure. You know, the website is eventer, but let me spell it, E-V-E-N-T-R dot net. And that's where you can see all about the connection code and kind of hopefully get something for yourself out of it.
0: Love it. Sammy, love you lots. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Okay. um all right you guys thank you so much for tuning in and hey phrase show all new shows all this week love you guys lots and please 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 follow me on social media it's at hey Frayge on twitter on instagram hey instagram hey phrase show on snapchat and then of course also you can always email me if you uh have any questions or topics that you want to cover or maybe you feel like you need to be a guest on the show what come on in please irene's here so many more people to come bye everybody